Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of BIOS. We are joined with Kevin Fontaine. How you doing, Kevin? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you have the voice even right now, the voice and the look of Johnny Cash. Oh, wow. Which, which is obviously what you played. He was Johnny Cash in the latest CMT series, Sun Records, mm -hmm. which just wrapped up its very first season yep. on air. It Congratulations for that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We had a lot of great support and dedicated fans to the show. It was an absolute blast to be a part of. But you've been on a lot of other stuff. You were on Melissa and Joey for a couple seasons. You've been on yep. NCIS, a lot of other shows as Absolutely. well. Absolutely, yeah. How long have you been living in LA? Uh, I just hit eight and a half years, believe it or not. Is that crazy? It's really insane. And I look just as young, which is great. <laughs> I, I still look like a little kid, which is amazing. And then you just booked a, a CW pilot. I know you can't say much about it. And then you mm -hmm. just filmed a horror movie, hopefully coming out later this year as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's The horror movies, a, it's a, right now they're calling it, um, it's an anthology series. They mm -hmm. also don't, they kind of want to keep that a little under wraps mm -hmm. as well. So Absolutely. it was a lot of fun though. Uh, I, I get killed first time that happened for me. So it was, it was a good experience and uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm heading up to Portland to film this this uh, CW project uh, at the nice. end of or beginning of May, end of next week. So Portland, LA, very far from where you grew up mm. in New Hampshire, complete yeah. opposite coast. Totally opposite coast, and even south yeah. instead of north. Yeah. Do you like this weather versus the East Coast? Do you miss the East Coast? I do miss the East Coast since my whole family's there. Um, but since I was even able to think about what future is in my life, uh, I wanted to be an actor. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I I was gonna make it happen somehow. I was going to, whatever opportunity presented itself, I was gonna capitalize on it. So when I met my manager in my senior year of high school, he said, I wanna represent you and move, can you move out to California? I was like, yes, sir. So how young, are, how young are we talking about? That was your dream? Uh, I mean, since I was six. Wow. Mm. And it's just whatever it take, whatever it would take. Yeah, yeah. And I knew like I couldn't be there. Uh, I'd love to move back and you know raise a family there. Mm -hmm. I love my hometown. It's beautiful. It's kind of a city, but it's still, it's got great history. Uh, but I have to be here mm -hmm. for work. And but I, I love L.A. Aside from the traffic. <laughs> that's what everyone me. says. Yeah, that's why I was a little late today. That, so it's all right. Thank you, Van Nuys Boulevard. You're <laughs> really fun. Now, you're talking about you doing whatever it takes is like kind of like a fighter's attitude. And you grew up in a house of six kids. Mm -hmm. Did that help with the fighter's attitude of it? You kind of got to wrestle for whatever you're getting? Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of vying for attention. And, you know, you, my mom, I, my parents split when I was young. My mm -hmm. father was still around. But, but for the most part, I lived with my mother. And she was in the Air Force uh, and worked, you know, 10 hours a day. Strict Air Force? Yeah, for you guys, was uh, it? It wasn't too strict. She was she was pretty lenient. My mom's pretty relaxed because after having six kids, she was like, ah, I can't even. Man. <laughs> Just, what are you gonna do? Have fun. Uh, so it was a lot of uh, like I, I've had a job since I was thirteen, you know. So it was it was. Uh, I always try to take care of my own thing and and be as independent as possible. Mm -hmm. So what, what job is a thirteen year old? Uh, <laughs> I was selling newspaper subscriptions for like four months and after like the first month I made like $30 and I was like this sucks so then I started dishwashing and bussing tables and working at restaurants because I'm an actor so the, the character, obviously the character building jobs yeah yeah of course I think you need to do those because mm -hmm. you, you you learn 
You know, I just read, actually just read this great thing about over in Japan. They, they make, they don't have janitors at the schools. They make the kids clean up the schools. So it teaches them to respect their, mm -hmm. their things and a, and a work ethic. Mm -hmm. and to be respectful of one another. It was, I was like, that's brilliant. No, it's true. A lot of those people that do that, where you, you start that work young, it builds that work ethic. Mm -hmm. And you know what the value of a dollar, mm -hmm. which is huge. Oh, Not okay. a lot of people know that. No, no. I see, I'm looking at your hand, you got a tattoo. Yeah. What is a tat tattoo? What does that mean? Uh, it says pray for us. Um, we live in a very tumultuous time right now. Mm -hmm. No, uh, I've had these for a little over four years, and my, my initial uh, thought behind it was life's a risk. If you're not mm -hmm. out taking risks and pursuing your dreams, then you're not living your life. So all of us out here living our life, taking risks, pray for us. Mm -hmm. No, I like that. That's yeah. everyone. The world needs more prayer. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Talking uh, now, moving into the Sun Records show, mm -hmm. how did you get involved in that? Was that something that you really wanted? Yeah, who wouldn't want to play Johnny Cash, man? I, I got a call um, from my, my manager, and he was like, hey, you got this audition to play Johnny Cash. And I was like, okay. And it was funny enough, uh, my New Year's resolution at the beginning of the year was to, to play my guitar every day. So I was doing that for like a m little over a month and a half. And then my first audition was to play Johnny Cash. And I was like, it's paid off. I was like, that's, that's God <laughs> coming in, man. Like, so I'm going to, I'm going to go book this. And I did. I, I, I honestly thought I screwed it up so badly. How? My first audition. I, I just, you know, when you, you really work hard on something mm -hmm. and you're so like, okay, I'm, I'm ready. But then. You have one idea of how it's going to go, and then it goes completely different, and you're like, oh, man, that was just, that I butchered it. I, you know, I just, mm -hmm. I just felt bad about it. You have a vision, and when the, the actions that you take, I guess, don't follow through with that vision or are perfectly aligned, yeah. it sways everything off, you think? Yeah, and then, you know, when they hit you with the thank you, oh, you're like, oh, jeez. I think a lot of people, since the movie La La Land has come out, kind of have a new appreciation for what an audition can be. It's so quick. I was dying during that movie. When she <laughs> was auditioning and, like, in the middle of her scene, like, getting emotional, yes. doing phenomenal, and they come in and be like, um, yeah, no, they're going to accept the role, so, like, I was like, yeah. oh, my God, that's horrible. And then, you, and then she walks out, and there's a dozen people that look exactly the same. Wearing the exact same outfit, yeah. Was that similar for the Johnny... Cash audition, or I'm sure you've been in other auditions like that. Yeah, you know, you you always end up seeing the same people sometimes too, where uh, you're like, oh, you're here. Yeah. Nice to see you. <laughs> um, it, it's it gets a little interesting, you know. You kind of you kind of just have to brush it off. It, it's it comes with the territory, and and to get in your head about it, and and really analyze everyone else, you know, like I, I'm big on quotes, mm -hmm. and like. When I hear like you, you can't compare yourself to other people. It's it's very true, and that's like the most important part of acting is my career is not your career, mm -hmm. or your career isn't his career, and keep yourself separated and just focus on what all, all you can control, and that is what you do in the room and your work. Mm -hmm. That's true. You, you, the more you focus on everything else, it, it draws your attention away. Absolutely, absolutely. Filming this, what was that like? You guys filmed in Memphis. Yeah. Uh, you're working with, uh, obviously, 
a lot of big names. Chad Michael Murray is there. Mm, Billy playing. Gardell. Yes. Kira O'Donnell. Was it fun working with them? Are you learning from them, trying to pick it up, enjoying this, the Memphis scene? Uh, Memphis was great. Hot. Very, very hot. Uh, did not ex I, I didn't realize the humidity was going to be that oh, yeah. intense. Yeah. Uh, saps your energy away the second you walk outside. Um, but it was a really, really wonderful experience uh, working with all those guys and, and watching, you know, like, I mean, Billy, he's been doing it forever. He's a guy that, that slugged it out in, in comedy shows, like doing stand-up mm -hmm. for, for years. And then, you know, he's, he's got his break and he's and just a great guy and so much fun to watch. And um, when I, I love watching other people's approaches to how they do it because everybody is everybody's totally different like I uh it was really funny I was I, I went to a stand-up show the other night and um Judd Apatow mm -hmm. performed and he was talking about how he was like taking pictures with Robert De Niro one day and Robert De Niro was doing this and he was like Judd Apatow was like is he is he saying cheese is he saying cheese right now? And, and Robert De Niro, he's like a really shy guy. So like in order for him to like smile taking pictures, he goes, cheese, And it's just really funny to like think, see other people's work or, or how wow. they get to the place to, to perform, you know? Like people walk around doing like <laughs> in between takes to make sure that their, their diction's good. And it's just, it's a riot. And for, pe for people that you see on the screen, that that's who you think, that's who you know. Robert De Niro, oh my goodness, yeah. you think of his movies. Yeah. And then you see him in real mm -hmm. life. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Jinxie cat, you know. Jinx, yeah. Jinxie cat. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have thumbs. <laughs> in this role, you're playing an up-and-coming Johnny Cash. Yeah. All of the characters playing up-and-coming stars. Did you relate to that? Did you, did you see the correlation? Was that thought of at all? Uh, absolutely. I mean... Uh, while I was preparing for the role, I, I, I did as much research as I could on, mm -hmm. uh, on Johnny's life. And uh, one thing that stood out to me <clears throat> was when he joined the Air Force, he actually was involved in, like, Morse code and, 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 mm -hmm. and communication and radio because, in his mind, he wanted to be a musician. He really he loved the radio. So he was just like, radio, I'll do that. And so it, it showed, like, already, like, his... his his desire for it before he even knew how to go about pursuing it, which I loved. And, and, and the struggle of, of you know, he, he struggled a lot with, with finding his own identity and, and who, who doesn't. So like, especially as an actor, like you, you keep having to play other people. So if you don't know who you are, how are you gonna even begin to fathom perform, portraying someone else? So um, when I heard, when I was delving into all that, uh, just just trying to understand where he was at was very interesting and, and eye-opening for me as well because it's mm -hmm. it's um, when you find out someone like when you I grew up in John when I was born Johnny Cash was already Johnny Cash you know mm -hmm. so to, to hear where he comes from is very humbling and also uh, uh, very promising because when you when you know of anyone you think of who's great they started mm -hmm. out not that thing. Mm -hmm. Any director, writer, producer, architect, they all started out not that. Mm -hmm. So to, to find, it's just inspiring. 
and and to to be able to have the 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 opportunity to portray someone like Johnny was so gratifying. That's exactly true, and that's part of the reason why I, I started this show is to be able to just help people relate to everyone that they they place on pedestals of. Oh my, Morgan Freeman. How how could anyone be as good as Morgan Freeman? Well, Morgan Freeman didn't land his first main acting role until he was in the late 30s or early 40s. Yeah. And if you had told 35-year-old Morgan Freeman, you know, if he would have quit, we would be missing out as a world on Morgan Freeman. Oh yeah. And there's so many stories like that. This story with Sun Records is a true story. Mm-hmm. Deals with uh, kind of the million-dollar quartet mm-hmm. building up to that, where you have Jerry Lee Lewis, Johnny Cash. Elvis Presley and Carl Perkins, and Carl Perkins yeah. all up and coming musicians kind of changing the music game. Mm-hmm. Did you know about that million dollar quartet and them coming together? Uh, you know, honestly, I didn't. Uh, I, I had no idea that it was uh, an actual thing that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I had like heard of the musical, but never checked it out or, you know, thought about what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously when I get the audition, I was like, oh, what? And then I do as much research as mm-hmm. I can and learn. But I don't know if you know the history of that, that day. It was mm-hmm. just like Carl was, Carl was laying down a track. I can't remember which one. And Jerry wasn't even Jerry yet. He was a session piano player. I didn't know that. And then Elvis stopped by because whenever Elvis was in Memphis, he would come say hi to Sam. So then Sam being a smart man was like, I'm going to call Johnny because he's my biggest recording artist right now so then Johnny showed up and then Sam you know recorded everything slightly and and, you know I mean it it, that moment like still to this day 60 years later has such an impact like I mean this that that photo is so iconic of the four of them I think of that in terms of even like new Hollywood where you have some of the stars who are really good friends who are these huge I mean the fact of uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck who grew up together and are such good friends. Mm-hmm. Or anytime you see these big stars hanging out together outside of the movie scene, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, like that is basically nowadays the million dollar quartet. Yeah. And people coming together. Yeah. Uh, I, I love uh, when people are able to, like, Shane Tatum and Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. They're like such good friends, man. You know, and you can just, and it comes across too in their movies yep. together. And it's just, I love seeing that, like that when when there's more just than the work. So we've talked about the Sun Records, mm-hmm. we've talked about Melissa and Joey, all the roles. Now I want to talk maybe about the adversity that comes kind of with being an actor. Mm-hmm. What would you say has been your biggest piece of adversity that you've had to overcome in acting, in life growing up? Um, well, obviously the word no is very strong and prominent mm-hmm. in an actor's life. Um, I'd say, honestly, the biggest adversity I faced, um, and this is just for me, I might might be different for other people, was myself. Um, as I said before, I, it's very difficult to portray someone if you don't know who you are. And I moved out to L.A. At a, at a very young age, just after high school, uh, first time on my own. I'm in a big, huge city. I'm seeing people, like I'm hanging out with people who are older than me, who are already on TV. So then I get insecure. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, 
why, why, why are they working and I'm not? And, and so then that is a very dangerous game. Like mm -hmm. your mind is the worst and best place to be because you can either make it a paradise or a living hell. Mm -hmm. And and I, I think that is is uh, and I know I have some other friends too who they are literally their own worst enemies where they they just they get in their own way and they get so caught up in well why isn't this happening now and why why did that go that way or like why didn't I hear anything back and there's so many there's so many a other people who are probably just as talented as you in that audition so that's one reason b you just might not have looked the role. C, you didn't have enough credits. D, they already had the, the role offered out to someone. There's so many things that, that are, are stacked against you that to even try to understand them and wrap your head around them will drive you crazy. Like I said, all you can do is your work. And if you, if you focus solely on that, you'll be okay. It's hard to do, but you, you have to do it. I'm sure even just saying that you're thinking of roles and auditions that you've gone in on and been like, this is it. I nailed this. I know. I can't wait to they start. They told this me in it. the room I nailed it. They were like, man, you crushed that. Not a peep. Nothing back. I was like, okay, sweet. Thanks for, uh, <laughs> I'm glad I did good for you. <laughs> Nothing. You'll never know. Never know. Wow. Yeah. Oh. It's just how it goes, and, and, and you just have to move on. You literally just have to move on. The first couple times, I'm sure, are harder than the second couple, because the first couple times when you hear that, especially moving out, you said, what, 17, 18? Yeah, it was 18. You hear that, and then you're like, well, this is easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, funny enough, I booked my second audition ever for iCarly. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I got this. This is, this is, we got this. And, and then... You know, it gets it gets tricky because you think that oh, work begets work. So like, if you if you're working, then it should be it's, things should start to click. So then when you like, you just got off a show, and then like the 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 worst auditions for me, where I'm like mess myself up so bad, are the auditions right after I just left set, because I just I just worked for like a week or two weeks or three weeks, whatever. Right in that. And high. then I get that first audition. I'm like, I'm gonna go get this and then I like go in and it's totally opposite of what I think and I'm like oh my god that was horrible I didn't hear anything back so it's like it's it's a really just keep the work going because you you if you it gets harder when you when you think like if you if you get ahead of yourself in your head of thinking mm -hmm. like well I'm working I'm successful I'm good I should book this why am I not booking it so it gets even even like Later on, like it's it's something you always have to struggle with. You should always have the attitude like your back is against the wall, or is it a chip on your shoulder? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I would say to always not be jaded or mean to people about it because who, nobody wants to work with an asshole. Part of mm -hmm. my language, mm -hmm. but um, do everything you can to to make yourself the choice. You know. Don't don't give any if some if you think someone else has a, a a leg up on you well then put your leg up too and do what you can you know mm -hmm. take that take the job mm -hmm. it's yours for the taking like when you're in the room it's your role go get it even at 26 years old 
in Hollywood, there's so many other people the same age, people who mm -hmm. have just moved out here. Mm -hmm. Do you talk with those people? I mean, do you hear from those people if they're like, how are you doing this at age 26? I mean, is that something that gets talked about or is that something that you think about with other people? Uh, if someone's moving out here at 26 to pursue acting and hasn't done it yet, I commend you uh, to the, the umpteenth degree because it is so difficult, you know, when, I have a hard time at 18 when I moved here at 18 mm -hmm. and like I mean I've got a I've got a pretty good resume now and mm -hmm. and still at 26 it's tough like and so you got people who have been here since they were 12 mm -hmm. and they're working now and then they they have resumes since they were 12 and they have all these relationships built mm -hmm. up so they already have an edge over you than you do at 26 you know what I mean mm -hmm. so it, uh, I don't know. I just do you do you hear from those people or do you have friends who are also actors who sometimes are like, you know, what's how do you do it? What's your secret? Is there a way to better it? Um, you know, it's really tricky with that because it's like golf. If I'm on the golf course and I have like my swing or like I see someone swing off, like I don't want to be like hey do this and that and then because then they get in their head and they're like well now mm. there's and then their whole the whole day is ruined for them golfing because they're trying to correct everything it's all about what works for you you know uh, i'm not the same as you so i i, I can't tell you like just because it works for me doesn't mean it'll work for you you know like you you, you how, how did, um, what's his name, uh, kid that played McLovin, first audition ever. He had no idea what he was doing, but it was brilliant. You know, so, like, it's totally different for every person. Mm -hmm. So, like, he just went in and was the guy. Like, it's literally, you, if, mm -hmm. if you're the guy, it'll be perfect. When it's, when it's right, it's right, and that's all, that's all it can be. That's what you have to trust and believe. What advice do you have then, I mean, not specifically for acting then, maybe even just mental and life advice for the actors out there who are 26 or 18 or 12 that you're talking mm -hmm. about who are wanting to pursue their dream. Mm -hmm. What advice do you have? Don't give up. Just don't. If it's something you truly believe in as part of yourself, then no amount of the word no will ever deter you. What motivates you from not saying no? I'd say what motivates me is I, I said I'm going to do this. And when I was in high school and through school, all I had was the plays. You know, um, like I said, too, I, I was one of six kids. And, and to vie for attention was very tough. Mm -hmm. So I, I found a lot of refuge in, in being able to portray another person or escape reality. Mm -hmm. And um, I wasn't the most popular kid in school. I got picked on a lot. I almost, I almost dropped out. Like I, I really did not like school, but I, if I didn't go to school, then I couldn't be part of the plays. And it was something that had always helped me through my own personal uh, demons, you know, because Every role I ever play, I always learn something from them. 
and it, and it stays with me in some way. I, I, I gain a new point of view about life or a situation and, and it, it helps me to grow as a person. So when I, when I had that as a kid, I realized how important it was to me. And, and if I didn't have acting, I, I wouldn't have made it through school. And I, that's when I realized like, this is what I do. This is who I am and I can't, I can't ever give that up. I mean, you're talking about dropping out. Were there days when you, you come home and... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Like, I didn't see a point. My senior year, I, uh, I was tardy like 64 days and absent like 32 or something like that. I was almost charged with truancy. Wow. Mm -hmm. Just because it's... I, mean, I just didn't care. Yeah. And I... I, I didn't like being there and I like I said it wasn't that popular are the plays after school then? yeah I had to it was like an after school program so I had to go to school in order to be part of the after school programs wow yeah and I was like well it's the only it's the only way that I can act because I there's no other mm -hmm. venue that age and well in Portsmouth New Hampshire too there's no other venue for acting so it was like I either go to school and do the plays or I don't do them at all so I, was, I made the choice of like, I'm going to do this. And How often do you think back to those times and are, are glad that you kept at it? Is that something that you think about? All the time. All the time. Because uh, you can't... <sighs> Life gets hard, but it, it, it's always just enough for you to learn something you know and I feel like if I hadn't gone through what I went through young even now till this day uh, you always go through things to learn and grow um, and and I, I'm just grateful for everything I, I went through and I also I, I mean I had such a supportive group in in, in the plays with the, with the directors and everyone you know and and I'm, I'm beyond grateful for, for those experiences. What does the future hold? What are goals that you have? Where would you like to see yourself 5, 10, 15 years? Um, I'd say I'd, I would love to start my own production company. Um, I really, I'm fascinated by uh, what goes on behind, behind the camera and, and uh, the amount of creativity and work that goes into it like uh, when I was a kid I didn't understand like all I saw was the person on the screen and and but I mean, directors they bring these scenes to life and and they 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 breathe this life into it and um I would I would love to have the opportunity to to direct or or produce a movie because you know then I can it's literally my baby you know mm -hmm. I want I want to create I want to. I want to do that. And I already, as a, as an actor, you have to kind of think a little bit as a director. Mm -hmm. You have to see, say, how am I going to approach a scene? So, I think, I think, um, I think directing would be a lot of fun. I see that in a lot of actors. You know, nowadays in the past five years, especially the, the, some big names. So you'd be like, "What? You're here on this TV show, and they're directing an episode." Mm -hmm. um, I forget what the, it was some medical show that I was an extra on once uh, a while back and Denzel Washington was there and wow. I was like what what is Denzel doing and it's like he's directing the episode and 
What an honor to have him as a director, man. He He's, walked in that room and it commands the room, obviously. Yeah, you could hear a pin drop, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's something that they, they, like you said, they have that creative drive that they mm -hmm. want to be able to express more and directing gives you the opportunity to do that. Absolutely. I'd love to do it. Well... I think the, the future is definitely bright. Mm -hmm. And we've talked, uh, obviously, about your highs, about your lows. I appreciate you opening up about your course, lows because that's something that people who are in those spots don't think that there's a high that's coming. Mm -hmm. They're in the valley, and they're looking at the mountain, and they're like, man, this, how? Mm -hmm. How do I even tackle this? Or they don't even see a mountain. They're mm -hmm. in, they see valley for miles. Mm -hmm. But to be able to hear that of the truancy almost – Borderline. I was super close. It was super close. And not even wanting to go to school, but maintaining that hope and that fire of this is what I want to do. This is what I have to do to do it. Absolutely. You know, uh, God will not put you through what he can't take you through. Amen. So whatever God or however you want to take that, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just saying, like, mm -hmm. you go through what you need to go through because you need to go through it. Yeah. Well, he's brought you through that fire and... You persevered yeah. in your own right. So, Kevin, thank you very much. Thank you much. so much. Absolute pleasure. We appreciate you guys joining us. We'll see you in a couple weeks with another episode. Adios. All right, now it's the tough part where I'm going to give you some mm. Johnny Cash trivia, which you should know everything, right? Yeah. Mm, I hope so. I already have the job, dude, so come on. <laughs> you going to test me on this? All right, we got four questions. Uh -huh. I'm going to start from uh, easy to hard. Uh, first question, who was Johnny Cash married to? Which time? The main, the main June Carter. Cash. June Carter. There you go. Um, what was Johnny Cash's real first name? Uh, it actually was Jr. He didn't because yep. his parents wanted to name him either John or Ray, and they mm -hmm. couldn't decide on it, so they just went with Jr. Just went with Jr. Was changed when he went to the army. The Air Force. Yeah, Air Force. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Because they wouldn't accept initials as a first name. Wouldn't accept initials. He does know his stuff. Uh, third one, how many number one hits did Johnny Cash have in his career? Um, that's a tough one. I want to say 11? 13. 13. Close. Damn. And the Damn. final one, which I find is interesting because he's known as a bad boy. How many times was Johnny Cash arrested? Um, you, you want me to give you some options? I can give you some options. I know... Five, six, seven, or eight. Oh, okay. Um, let's say six. Seven. Seven. Close. Mm. But he never went to prison. That's a, very, ne that's a common misconception. Common misconception. He only went to jail. And one time was because he almost burned down an entire <laughs> endangered, like, eagle area when his RV went on fire. Yeah, he was, he was a crazy guy. And thus the legend of Johnny Cash. Thus the legend of Johnny Cash.